What's up, girl? And welcome to the Confidence Podcast, where we share real success stories of ladies in the community just like you and I. The purpose of this podcast is to build up the confidence that is necessary for you to understand that you can have success in any area of your life. That's right. If you've looked for a podcast that talks about strategy, tips, giveaways, sisterhood, and so much more, then look no further. You've entered into the right place. Now let's go. Welcome to the Confidence Podcast, where we share real success stories of ladies in the community just like you and I. The purpose of this podcast is to build up the confidence necessary for you to understand that you can have success in every area of your life. What's up, y'all? It's Kimmy, and welcome back to another fresh episode of this week's series of the Confidence Podcast. Today, I have an amazing, amazing guest, and I'm so excited that she is here with me. I like to call her Re, but her name is Sharita Lamar, and she is on with us today. Let me tell you about Miss Sharita Lamar. We actually met not knowing that we attended the same church, that our children were best friends in school, and we needed each other for pandemic help and support. Miss Rita is a wife, and she is also the mother of six amazing children. She is an established, accomplished, and an efficient stay-at-home mom. And I thought that she would be the perfect, perfect person to get on this podcast to talk. So welcome to the show, Miss Sharita Lamar. How are you Hey, Kimmy. Hey, how you doing, Kimmy? I'm doing good, girl, over here trying to keep this five-month-old quiet so we can get through this podcast. (laughs) I get it. I get it totally. (laughs) Well, we just want to welcome you to the show today, Rita. I think that you are the perfect person. Um, I've seen you personally, up close and personal. You are the real deal, Holy Phil. And I know that you're going to be able to give a lot of insight to the ladies that listen to this podcast. So I'm excited about the confidence. One question that I didn't put on um, the information that I sent over to you. When you think about the word confidence, right? Just for a quick second, when you think of the word confidence, what does that mean to you? Oh, confidence. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, it's just really shining. And I, I would say personally, you're shining in whatever. It's so many aspects that you need confidence in. Um, I would say when it comes to your clothes, when it comes to being a mom, when it comes to um, communication, when it comes to random situations that just come up, you have to know that you've got this. And that's really what it is. You have to know that you were designed for this moment, for this season, and you've got it, whatever obstacle what what good or bad um whether you're timid or whatever you gotta know i've got this it's more it's inner it's it's where you understanding who you are and that you were made and created for this time and so yeah you can handle it you can pretty much take it on that is so good that is a great definition that's why i'm glad i asked because you know sometimes (laughs) this stuff is so unscripted but you know i like to let i stay to the blueprint but that was just thrown on me like what is her definition of confidence but we did say that you do have six amazing children so please for all of us who are out here what does that morning routine look like i mean some people can't even get one child and a dog out the door we talk about a whole bunch of children 
what does that morning routine look like for you? Okay, so on a typical morning, um, as you know, I'm a mom of six. Um, so it's really everything that I, I don't plan everything to the minute, but I do know that it is very vital times, vital necessities that we need in a day on a day-to-day basis um, to get us through it. That's to get us through our day. So um, morning, I'm, I have, for one, I set my alarm. Um, I'm pretty much all my detail specifics. Um, six o'clock, I'm up. Actually, the kids are up before me. I have them, they have an agenda that they have to have done by the time I'm up. Um, it's mainly the three boys and Rose is usually sleeping, um, but they have their, they brush their teeth, they do their um, own personal hygiene prior to me getting up. And then when I'm up with them, I'm pretty much going over, hey, did you do this? Did you do this? Just to make sure it's flowing properly, whatever I already have set in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, one of I've realized in this season in my relationship and walk with Christ, and, you know, he's mandatory first and foremost. So after mm-hmm. they do their agenda, wherever their needs are, um, whether it be clothes check, you know, face wash, did you shower, you know, whoever for the sports that need to shower and we did, they went to sleep um, the night before or whatever. Hey, I need this done. They check, they make sure it's done. I also go behind and make sure it's done and ask the questions. And at 6.30, so that time it's pretty much chill with, with chatting with each other and also interacting. Um, while they're preparing for the next thing, which is 6.30, um, we sit down and we do devotional. And devotional is really quick um, because they do bus. Their bus is exactly at 6.54. So, well, 6.30, actually, we're preparing for devotional. I make them get everything that they need walking out of the door. So they sit on the stairs with their backpack, shoes, everything done to be prepared to go out the door while we do devotional. We do devotional, um, and sometimes it starts around 6.40, ends exactly at 6.50, and then the bus pulls up at 6.54. So that gives a little breathe time for whatever's missing, whether it's mask or whatever. Um, And then they're off to school. And for me, yeah, huh? What's wrong? That is no girl, that is so good because look, oh. you know, all of us mamas that's gonna listen to this podcast, like we've been doing it wrong all along. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's just really um I realized that me being I had these things in place in my mind on what I needed to do, and it was more so the problem was I didn't have a time set with it, and every day doesn't look like that day, but like that set time for everything but it does work if mm-hmm. we I, I realized that what was missing was not having a time for those special important um details because it, it helped for me as well as for the boys and for Rose mm-hmm. um they knew this is what's expected by now so they're off on their day um and then I'm here with Rose and she's doing her story time my feeder and you know and the day goes on but everything from then on is pretty much structured but lenient because she's only two so um I give her specific times that we 
do YouTube videos and then we'll sit and do some one-on-one. Um, but everything is pretty much, it's a time for everything and not, it, like I said, it doesn't always go that way. It really doesn't. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And then the kids are home and it's everything that's needed from that time all the way until they're headed for bed. So it's pretty much looking and seeing if I can just really give a rough draft. It's seeing what your day needs and the importance of your day and placing it in its place. Whatever, Mm. if whether it's brushing your teeth at night, what time is this? What does it look like on this day? What does it look like? You know, so that's how we do it. And God, first and foremost, is the center. So he's helped me to structure this. So, yeah. Well, you know, one thing I, I heard a couple of things in that, and I think it's so good to know because some of us, um, like people who are very organized, I'm a very organized person. Like I like boom, 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 because sometimes there can be time killers. But what I heard in that is sometimes when there's um, time planning, make sure that at least you capture the priorities and then everything else will fall into place. Like, okay, so the kids may be having a rough morning that day and things may not be going flowing the way that you think they should. And they may not have their teeth brushed by the time you get up. But as Mm -hmm. long as by 630, we sitting on them steps ready to do devotion or 640 and we getting out that door at 650, then guess what? We are still on track. And I just think that is so good and essential because sometimes we overthink the process and then it causes chaos, especially if you're a perfectionist, you know? Um, I know, yeah. You already know I be on a thousand most of the time. I get it. I get it. My chill life. (laughs) But you know, it's times, Kimmy, where at six twenty, I'm like, you ain't brushed your teeth yet. Okay, go brush your teeth. We got devotional. We got you. We need you to put your shoes and stuff on by six thirty. You know, whatever. So I'm. It's just all. That's why I give myself some and them some lenient time, some time to really. Um, be able to balance it out. Well, I think the boss baby decided she had something to say at that moment. But I know, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is another thing. What has been the greatest lesson that you have learned about being a mom so far? The greatest lesson about being a mom so far. I understand that regardless of how you want to pretty much um, form, you know, a lot of times we as moms um, see gifts and we see things that we need to really focus in and pay attention to um, that, that aren't, what would I say? The word I'm using is, I wouldn't say that. So we see the gifts that we really want to push. And we mm-hmm. also see the challenges that we, we really want to address or address, address and really focus in on. So I've learned that regardless to how you tackle or push them with their gifts or address the situations and the challenges that they face and that they have, um, that my God is my ultimate support. Um, when I don't know, when my head is at a brick wall, when I don't have the answers, Mm -hmm. um, I trust him to mold them accordingly in those aspects. And so I do my part and zoom in, you know, and I say, Lord, hey, this is something that's bigger than me. 
I don't have the answers for. Um, and I just, I kind of like, if he, I know you can sing, son, why aren't you singing? You know, right. Um, I just pretty much, I'm turning it over to Christ. And I don't care also how you really zone in on those situations. You're, they have their own footsteps and own walk of life that they have. And it may be contrary to the way you feel like it should be, but you just have to rest in the shore. Know that, that they are, that Christ has them. You've done your part and you're doing your part and that God, you have to have faith that Christ will, he'll, he'll walk it out with them. So that's pretty much, that was one of my greatest lessons. Even with my 19 year old, she is just things that I was like, hold up girl. Like, no, you know, what we doing? Right. And, and I pretty much had to pull back and, but I still addressed the issues and I pulled back and prayed about it. And now that I see this, that was us for that specific thing and she overcame it. So, right. you know, you just have to let God be God. That's my greatest lesson, letting God be God in your life and your children's life. You are not their God. That is so good, Rita. Y'all, I know y'all are getting, y'all sitting in here shaking y'all head because I know I'm sitting over here and I've known Rita now <laughs> up close and personal mm -hmm. for the past two years, but I'm sitting here shaking my head like, girl, you speaking some wisdom right now. So this is the, the you, question Katie. that I was going to ask you next kind of already has somewhat been answered in the last question. And you said that, you know, you got to let God be, their God. You're not their God. You're you're there to pretty much um, make sure that you're a great steward over who God says you are in your life, but just to, to know that they have their own steps. And so I was yes. going to ask you, how do you handle a situation when your child comes in and they feel defeated? Because we know there's so much bullying and social media mm -hmm. is so demanding of wanting your kids to be a certain way and kids are so influential. How do you deal with um, any situation when your children are feeling like they are defeated and they just need your support? How do, what does that conversation look like? You know, um, your mommy heart automatically wants to, you know, rise up and be like, what a color, wait, what a kid. No, I'm just saying, what a, <laughs> what a, you know, fist up, like what a, yet? but no, um, actually it's, it's really, your it's really at that moment, your mommy heart, um, really feels where they're coming from mm -hmm. and um you're in a humbling situation to where you have no other choice but to for one that's what I've done it's prayed about it with them and because I want the kids to understand that God is your first source mm -hmm. he's your first resource um when you have those really big challenges because that'll that'll carry them through life so that's what we do first. We pray about it. And then um, secondly, I would say we talk it out. What is it? What is it? What's going on? You know, mm -hmm. give me more details. How does it make you feel? And then where I, whenever I see or can really feel where they're coming from, I pretty much build them up in that situation. And it's sometimes where I can't um, really go in and dive in. 
too is sometimes it's an individual lesson that they have. So, you know, it may be someone just saying that one, you know, bad word or bumped them by mistake or whatever. Um, some of them doesn't always take the battle or will you feel like you got to run in defense because you want them to build that up on them on their own. But I have, it's times where you do have to, and it's times where you don't. But so when they're feeling, when they're feeling defeated, um, what I've learned to do is hold them close and let them know that you do have a support system, that mommy is here, daddy is here as well. Um, but I care for you and this is how we can handle it um, from here on out. So it, it depends on the scenario, on how we handle it, but more so, most importantly, it's about the child making a connection to know that they are who, who they are in Christ and also that this is just one of those moments in life that they'll face. Mm -hmm. And to overcome it. Hey, it won't be like this tomorrow. This is just temporary, but this is what we need to address right now. I, this is how you're feeling. Let's handle it. Or I need to speak with the teacher or the principal. Let's handle it. You know, so it, it depends on the situation, but I really focus in on their heart and where they're crying for help, you know, mm -hmm. of the, with the defeat because they don't know how to balance it off. It's just more so I'm feeling this way. Um, how do I handle it? And that's what they need you to pretty much help them walk it out. Right. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it. When they're feeling defeated, just zoning in with that baby, whoever it is, you know, whichever one it is, and just letting them know mommy's here and let's talk about the situation and then what is, how we're going to handle it. I care that, for you. Yep. That is so good. Y'all, she has pretty much snatched our whole life together in this first segment. And before we even let her get any deeper, because it's so good and I'm taking notes and I hope you guys are taking notes too, because there's always a better way that we can handle situations. And that's not to say that I'm an expert. It's not to say that she's an expert, but guess what? We are experts by experience. And so before we get any deeper into these conversations, we are going to pay some bills, y'all. Listen to this advertisement, and when we come back, we are going to get into some more questions for Miss Lamar. And I just, I can't wait to see what she's going to say. I just, I really can't. This is so exciting. <laughs> so y'all stay tuned. Well, y'all, if y'all have enjoyed the first part of this podcast, like I have, I told her offline that your girl is over here taking notes. Y'all, I've been a whole mom since <laughs> I was 25 and I'm getting my life together today. I don't know about y'all, but it's building up my confidence a little bit more as being a mom because there's nothing wrong with learning better strategies and techniques. All of our children are different. They all respond different. They all have different emotions and you got to know the state of what your kids are going through and what they're in. And I could be honest and say, because I'm so very um, bold and, and um, a lot of people call it aggression. Um, I'm very upfront and very um, hands on. Sometimes I, I lose a little bit of the empathy you know, I'm, 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 I'm conscious, but I'm not as empathetic at times. And so that's what I'm getting out of this. Like, hmm, pump your brakes, Kimmy. Look, 
you got to re re go back to the drawing board and you got to revamp a few things on how you handle certain situations that your kids are dealing with so that they can yeah. come out feeling like they're accomplished on top. You don't want them to come in defeated and come and leave defeated. You know, you want them yeah. to come in um, the way that they are and leave empowered. And so I really appreciate that. So Rita, with the busyness of your schedule, even being a stay at home mom, what advice could you give to someone who is new at staying at home and how they need to balance it? And I think we kind of hit a little bit on it, but what kind of, what would you say to somebody who needs to do that? Yeah, this reminds me of when I first um, had Bo, which is Christopher, our oldest um, son. And that's where the journey started. Um, I really wanted to, I knew my heart was telling me to stay with him, stay home with him. It was more so um, getting my husband on board because he's like, hold up, this is new for me too. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I knew and he knew that he had, that he felt more comfortable with him being so little, being in you know, in my care, not mm -hmm. that, you know, in desperate times is desperate, desperate measures. So I'm all for the babies going out, you know, if that's your, I'm all for the babies going out. If that's your source of, you know, help, I'm all for it a hundred percent. But I felt like God was telling me to keep him home and it was, it was rocky. I didn't know what I was doing. All I know is I would be sometimes disaster, disastrous crying because I was like, this is too much. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. too much to handle this baby crying all the time and my husband being gone. So I was like, did I sign up for this? Because it's easier to say, hey, let me send them to some, you know, to some facility or daycare or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I pushed through and at, over time I've mastered, not wouldn't say mastered because it ain't mastered. It's far from mastered. But I would say I pretty much had a plan in place and understanding. My mastery is understanding that every day ain't going to look the same as yesterday. Right. And I started off really small when I realized it was specific things that needed to be handled on a day-to-day -day basis with the baby or as he's gotten had gotten older um that i needed to address him and i started small and i formed a schedule based off of that um and i didn't beat myself up if three four days that and consecutively i wasn't on that schedule mm -hmm. i just jumped back on it so it was more so me just saying, hey, we got to keep going. We got to keep doing it. And this is proven that this will help my life as well as he is. And I balance it all pretty much whatever's needed at that moment. I plug it in. And if it's not mandatory, I leave it out, you know? Yeah. Some One day it may not be a full fledged breakfast one day it may not be a full-fledged layout pancake with um pancake with sausages and all that today may be a oreo day in a bag i'm just keeping it real right so <laughs> you know that's pretty much it i learned to balance it all and i understand that everything today this christopher coming home with this test that's tomorrow i need him i need to help with that test that over trumps everything else that was on my schedule 
So it doesn't look the same. It's just pretty much, if I can give moms a tip as far as have a pretty much try to lay out things um, for yourself, but on a day-to-day basis, you can pull from that and do a checklist. That checklist may not be fulfilled and it just may, but that's where you can start and that's how you can pretty much balance it all. Because I Mm -hmm. do baseball, we do all these different extracurricular activities and with school and so on and so forth so just plugging in what's needed for that day that's how you balance it and prioritize what's most important that is really really good information um especially like people like me i've been a mom for like i said 25 years now but I've always been a working professional and entrepreneur alongside of that. And so this is my first experience of being a stay-at-home mom 25 years later. And so for yes. me, it is a foreign yes. place because I'm still very busy. I'm still building. I'm still, um, you know, like you said, some days look very um, strategized and some days are just all over the place. Some days I'm on Instagram like somebody recommend me some hotels. I need a break. And yes. I other days I'm like, I feel accomplished. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we get, we just got to give ourselves the grace. I think that's the biggest word. Great grace. We need to give ourselves God's grace that he gives us to have new mercy every single day that we get up and know that if we weren't perfect in the day before, that's okay. We can we can only do what we can do in the time that we have allotted as long as we're doing something. And so what would you say to a mom who just feels like she's not doing enough? Oh, you are doing enough. And if you feel like you aren't doing enough and... Because this doesn't, it doesn't come with a pamphlet. It doesn't come with a layout um, of what's needed um, to be a mom. It's pretty much, hey, this is challenging for me, understanding that this is a job. It is, a, it is work that you are, um, you are doing the Lord's will by taking care of your child. So even if it's okay to cry, <laughs> It's okay to feel defeated, you know, but I say, hey, cry for a moment, you know, talk to God and then pick it back up and and Mm -hmm. understand that you've got this. It's another day and a new grace, like you said, Kimmy. So that's what I would say, just picking yourself up and understanding that it's moms out there that's just like you that are having the challenges that you face and they're doing it alone Mm -hmm. and you know so I remember like being young and alone and I'm telling you it it, you can overcome it and you will be amazing at what you do just focus on what's needed and focus on Christ first and foremost and focus on yourself and the baby's needs Um, everything will pretty much flow in place if you're married you know that that's a whole nother you know that's a whole nother conversation look that's a whole nother podcast yes (laughs) baby um but if if you're a single mom I've been that single mom and I've also been that married mom so um if you're married then hey you've got this your partner may not you know understand your lingo and how you do things Mm -hmm. but they'll get with it. it it takes time 
and you you got this you've got this confidence in everything you do and understanding that if you fail on today if you feel like you failed because it's not always failure but if you feel like you failed because we got to be real then you got a new grace and a new day tomorrow to pick it up that's it so yeah that's it well Rita if you could go back to your 18 year old self what piece of advice would it be if you could go back to your 18 year old self oh man if I, know, I could go real- back to my oh that was good <laughs> good question Kimmy if I could go back to my 18 year old self I would tell my 18 year old self that was expecting um that was in high school um and preparing to graduate I would say to her hey it's some things in life that you just don't know that you that are going to hit you like a ton of bricks when it comes to parenting. But you will overcome it. If I can give her a drop of knowledge about the future, (laughs) it won't feel good. Um, It won't, you're going to cry. You're going to feel defeated. You're going to have some challenges. You're going to have a lot of things that you just can't control. It's okay. It will, you will overcome it. Mm-hmm. So that would, that would definitely be it. Um, because that'll give that 18 year old a different and an outlet to say the 18 year old didn't know how she would get on, get out. It was more so, um, walking and it I think a lot of lessons were longer than they had to be yeah um it's just you know so That's I, good. just push through push through Rita um you'll overcome it at the end right now my current self oh I still have some things that I'm telling that I could tell my 40 year old self will probably look at my you know my so I'm pretty sure my 50 year old self would tell my 40 year old self hey you're gonna overcome some things um you're gonna have some challenges and some situations to face but you will overcome it so that's really what it is um I will be telling my 18 year old self hey you've got this you've got it it doesn't it's gonna be a little rocky but you can you're gonna overcome it kind of so inspiring and encouraging to know because my story to my little 18 year old self would be just a little bit different (laughs) Yeah, I get it. <laughs> no, I'm just joking with you, Rita. That is so good because oftentimes we're hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're hard on ourselves when we don't feel like we've went the path that everybody thought we should have been. I was a teen mom. So while you were 18 graduating, I was uh, 15 when I found out I was pregnant, ready to turn 16. Wow. I was 16 when I had my son ready to be 17 and I graduated at the same time. So I graduated at 16 years old with a child. And the the difference between when I was going through it um, at that point is his dad was not in the picture. My mom was completely upset, had completely stopped talking to me. Um, I was an athlete in school. I ended up giving away my basketball scholarship. Like life for me completely turned around when yeah. I had my 
but I don't regret having him. I regret not believing in myself enough to have him and still pursue my dreams. Yes. Because I looked for the support of other people to do that because I didn't have the confidence in myself that I could do it. Though I knew I had a kid, though I knew I had to raise him by myself at 16, that was one of the hardest things I think that I did, but something happened on my mind or in my mind when I got pregnant with my son, one thing I will say is I never blamed my child for where my life was at because I understood it wasn't his fault. That's right. And so, you know, if I would tell my 18 year old self anything, it would probably be girl still pursue your dreams just because you have a kid. It may take a little bit longer, but it doesn't mean that you can't have it. That's so good. Yeah. 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 And so, Rita, before we even get into the last segment, we're going to take another break. We're going to pay some more bills. Then we're going to wrap this thing up, y'all. This has been an amazing, amazing episode of the Confidence Podcast. If you guys haven't done so already, follow us on Instagram at the Confidence Podcast. Also, Mm -hmm. make sure that you um, check us out here on Apple. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor.fm. We're on um, Rocket. I can't even remember the last one. <laughs> Rocket Star. We're on a whole bunch of different platforms out there. All you got to do is Google up the Confidence Podcast, and that's spelled C O N F dash H E R dash D E N C E, the Confidence Podcast. And make sure you let your friends know that we are on the air live and we are talking about things like this. So we'll be yeah. right back. Hey Atlanta, there's a new media company in town and guess what? They're helping anyone who needs assistance with bringing all still things to life, whether by video, photography, audio, or just conceptual brainstorming, whatever your media need is, they got you. To get more information, hit them up at BelieverVisionMedia at gmail.com. That's B-L-V-R-V-S-N-Media at gmail.com. All right, y'all, welcome back from that amazing break. But y'all, I was about to say something and I think it is appropriate to say it on the air. One thing, um, all we can do is say, mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. all we can do is look back on our life and say, mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you know what? God has been in every single moment of our yes. lives. And when we thought we could not overcome or overtake, he says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. And y'all, that's exactly what we're doing. We are just sharing our stories, our real testimonies from a very real and transparent place because none of us are perfect and we can't keep walking around with a halo over our head that still has stains on it. We got to, we got to remember that we are still people who are imperfect, though we serve a perfect God and we're never going to get it all right. Sometimes you may yell at your kids because you're going through have to go back and apologize. Sometimes you may feel like you're not the best parent and lock yourself in the bedroom because you're overwhelmed, but you come back out and you come back to reality. The fact of the matter is do the best that you can with what you have. And so one thing I love about this is that you can see the footprint of God throughout the whole process if you add him in your story. Um, Oftentimes some people are overwhelmed because God is not a part of their everyday. God is not a part of their prioritization. God is not a part of their daily routine. And then they're sitting back beating themselves up. Well, y'all, this is a true statement. Y'all still got an enemy to your faith. 
He wants yeah. you to feel like you're not a good mother. He wants the fathers to yeah. feel like they're all they're horrible fathers. Why? Because he hates the fact that God's representation is set in the family unit, whether daddy is there or not, whether you fathers are out there, because I have men listen to the show too, whether you fathers are out there and you're single fathers and you're feeling like, you know, the mom has left and you 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 don't have the help or support that you need, God got your back. Yes. You can look back on your life a month from now and realize there were some sticky situations that you were in and God was right there. That's and so right. Rita, this is another question. If you could be remembered for one thing in this world, one thing only, what would you want people to remember about you? The I would want people to remember me as the encourager. Yes. The encourager because um it's so many times um mom friends um we're doing this day to day and some people that we encounter on a regular basis just need some encouragement. Mm-hmm. And so um God uses me and I do it effortlessly. So I understand that that is something that is my gift um Mm -hmm. that is i love to encourage others but yeah i doubt what it would be what it is the an encourager um with the smile so yes (laughs) if i was remembered you know all my friends just looking over and all my friends or anyone that i've encountered i'm i can realize mo i can remember i can remember multiple conversations where I've encouraged them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what it, that's exactly what it will be. And see, that's what I love that, that in itself right there is just a beautiful thing just because, you know, we need that encouragement and y'all she right. That smile is contagious, honey, especially when she got on them red lips. (laughs) It's so funny. That smile is I be trying. You know, hey, mom is still cute wearing fire red lips. Listen, wear that fire red, honey, because I'm going to tell you something. Just because we mamas don't mean we ain't sexy, y'all. I can't wait for y'all to hear that podcast that I'm going to do with another young lady. Um, it is the um, the confidence to just show up, honey. She is going to bring fire to this as well. But, you know, one thing I do love about Rita, you will all, if you're ever in an area where you meet her anywhere, she may not say much. You may see them little eyes look at you from the side. But when them dimples <laughs> and that smile happen, honey, it's over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. You know, because I don't like to overstep. I, you know, I let God lead me, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's not your moment to say things. Yeah, and you know, I just pretty much um, it, it depends. It depends on <laughs> it the depends. moment. It depends on the moment. So. That's it. So, what would you say, Rita, is the best compliment someone has ever given you about being a mom? Oh, um. I know I she all say, she all humble, y'all. I don't mean to interrupt. She a humble. <laughs> you know, I remember in one day, one teacher called me and was like, "You have one of the coolest kids ever," and he's so gentle. And mm. then, and then within the same day, the within within like an hour, two hours time, I receive a message that 
this is what your child, a different child. Now, this is what your child did today. And he lit up the classroom with excitement. Wow. So, you know, I would say the greatest, greatest, oh, thing that I would say, just compliment as a mom is how they, how my kids are so well behaved and it's, has nothing to do with me it is all Christ it is mm-hmm. all God mm-hmm. um they because I do I would say I tackle those issues at home those challenges those fights mm-hmm. you know always you know because they fight it they'll fight it out oh we'll be like WWE up in here like come <laughs> on like come on <laughs> You and know, bring I'm it. like, hold up. Am I going to be a referee or I'm going to... Right. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just, Am I jumping in? Who's out No, what? Who? Right. <laughs> you know, but <sighs> I tackle those issues at home and I don't, I try to, I don't get, I don't attack every situation because there's some that I miss because mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. I'm imperfect, right? Right. So, um, I would say, yes, the they when we have it out, you know, have any challenges and situations, I don't let it go. The, anything that God reveals to me clearly, hey, this needs attention. Yeah. I I I address it and I I communi- we communicate it out. We talk. I love Kimmy. You've mentioned to me before. What is it called? The circle. Safety um, the, circle, safety the safety circle, circle. Mm-hmm. safety mm-hmm. circle. I love that about you know you mentioned that a while ago when we were communicating in the past, and I was just like, man, that's a good idea. So you know, it's just your own way of implementing it, and I implement it at home. Hey, we address these issues, and we also give rewards, and we praise this person. So mm-hmm. you know, it's really realize that I've gotten so many compliments on my kids and their behavior and just how they their hearts yeah their hearts yeah you know and that's that's an extension of you and your husband and how you guys are and so you know our our kids are a product or all of us are a product of our environment and the other half is our dna and unfortunately some of us wish we could throw away the dna part but yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) we are who we are by god's grace and you know through every imperfection he will once again perfect us until jesus christ returns that's word that's right you know and so um i value that because i know personally i've had your boys at my house you know and they know at this point what they can and can't do you've had my kids at your house and they know at this point what they can and can't do yes both of our children have tested the limit but difference you know just to know that when they go somewhere it's like i love your kids that I can honestly say is one of the greatest accomplishments and compliment that you can have as a parent, yeah, yeah. not not only a parent, but a mom, because it's hard. It is, it is hard. hard to be in charge with a whole bunch of little folks that got their own mind. I got to say, parenting ain't for punk. I mean, I'm, I can't say punk, but. Yes, you can. I mean, I'm just being listen. real. You know, it ain't, it's parenting no joke. Ain't no, it is listen. no joke. You can't be no punk. You can't be no punk ready to fall to pieces every time something happens as a parent. You got to have some kind of thick skin. But this is, you know, now that we've said that, I want people to understand that too. There is too much help out here for us not to get it. And there is nothing wrong with getting help. I wish 
that somebody, and maybe I'll take that on my back to make sure that I let everybody know that getting help should be normal. You know, we've hidden so much from generation to generation, and we wonder why there is so much trauma that has happened in the family lives, especially in the African-American community. We were told when things happen, not to tell, don't say this, don't say that. What goes on in our house, stay in our house. And then you grow up and you become a hot mess. So, you know, at the end of the day, y'all, it is okay. If you don't know how to be the best parent, you may not have had the best parent. I tell, um, you know, people all the time when I deal with um, married couples, I hear all the time, oh, well, he don't do this and he don't do that. And my thing is this. Has he ever been taught? Did he have that example? It's the same with our kids. You know, did we have the example on how to be great parents? Rita, I think you mentioned that, you know, sometimes there is no pamphlet. You have to learn by experience because every child is grown. If we raised our kids like our parents raised us, we'd be in trouble because we would have a lot of pushback. There would be a lot of pushback because... In our generation, parents disciplined harshly. And I mean, of course, if we benefited of it now, I think that discipline is still very much needed and necessary in each and every house. So big shout out to all the parents that discipline your kids. I give you my hats off to you. Um, But at the same (laughs) retrospect, you know, let's not ever get it twisted that, you know, you got to fall to pieces. It can be hard. It can be difficult, but never suffer in silence. Never. Yes. Find somebody that you can reach out to when you are about to have a meltdown. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we don't want to do that. Too many people, unfortunately, I know um, too many people that we see on social media and stuff right now are giving up on life and they're taking their own life. And what I have to say to you guys and to each and every person that may feel overwhelmed like that, God is still present. God is still the answer. Jesus is still the answer. Deliverance is still possible. Healing is still possible. Forgiveness still works. God is still the God of signs, miracles, and wonders. The problem is, have you gotten him involved? Have you told somebody what's going on? Do you have people around you that you can pray with, that you can talk to, that you can be honest with? And if you don't, find somebody. Yes. But don't quit. Don't quit. That's right. Right? That's right. So what advice, final question. What advice would you give a mom who is not feeling like she is the best parent and is not confident in the choices that she may have already made? Oh, that uh, what advice would I give? Get around mm-hmm. some other moms. Oh, that's get good. around some other moms because my journey has um been because most moms are going through the same thing that you are going through and you may be gifted in situations that that next mom isn't and they may be gifted in situations that you um, need some help with or you know just redirected or just whatever you you guys can really feed off of each other and help each other and i'm telling you those mom groups i've gotten in mom groups on facebook where we would meet we did library we did all kind of stuff um together just that's your first that would be the first thing i would tell um another mom get get some mom friends um and get some people like you touch bases on kimmy someone that'll you find you someone that'll get in your ear positive pot in a positive way mm-hmm. and help you throughout this journey in life because you have god sets people in place and a lot of times we're trying to be too perfect 
to be raw. And, you know, God of placing those people in our path that's needed in that season, you know, take that, take that help because they're mm-hmm. gifted for you at that moment. So that's definitely what I would tell another mom. Hey, get some more, get some mom friends so you can see that you are not alone. Because that's the first thing <laughs> that I realized is we are that, oh gosh, you deal with blowouts too? Like the baby blowouts? Right. Like, oh, you know, that happened in the car too? Or you held your baby in the car for a second too? You know, while mm-hmm. the car was rolling, you know, just little things that you would be like, oh, I just, I didn't do this right. Or I went off bad and flipped the wig, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is okay. If you get out and, and stop being in your own perfect world, a lot of, and a lot of times I wouldn't say perfect world. That is not the, the term I'm trying to say, but when you get out of your world of what, where you're trying to look perfect, Cause that's my, that is so good. I've been there. I've been there to where I've tried to look perfect and, um, and you won't let many people in Mm -hmm. because you don't want them to see your real raw man. You don't want to be judged. judged. And Mm -hmm. that may be the breakthrough that you need is that friend that see your real raw. That's the, that has a a baby too, a play date Mm -hmm. mom, you know? So, yeah, I would I would definitely tell that mom if you're not feeling your best, um, this is what you can do. These are just a few steps, and every day won't be perfect. Please don't beat yourself up. That's so good because it will. If you worry about that, what you didn't do succeed on, you can't. When you didn't succeed on, or you didn't feel like you accomplished. You won't be able to, you're too busy worried about the past instead of, instead of focusing on the future. Mm, mm, so, mm. yeah, that's what I would say. That is so I love good, y'all. Rita. I love the mom. So, <laughs> it, that's a special place because I've been there. And, and, and I know, am there. <laughs> and she is. And, and what she's saying is 100% authentic. So, Rita, if people wanted to get in touch with you or just come in contact with you and say thank you for this podcast, where can they find you on social media? I ain't good on social media, but I do have I do have an Instagram um that I'll pop up on every once in a while. And it's under Rita Lamar, R-E-D-A-L-E-M-A-R. And also for my Facebook, if you'll see, I wanna say it's under Rita Lamar as well. Yeah, Rita Lamar as well. So R-E-D. A-L-E-M-A-R. I'm here. Um, you'll see my babies in the back on, on the <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Her kids yeah. are the most cutest, unique, you, individual children that I've met in a very long time. <laughs> and I love them, love them to the core. Well, y'all, you know, this has been a very full and insightful and exciting and fun and realistic podcast. And I hope you guys have received everything that you need out of this week's podcast. And then some, you guys, once again, can follow her on social media at Rita Lamar. That's R as in red, 
E is an echo, D is in David, A is an apple, and then the word Lamar, L-E-M, like Mary, A-R. And then, you know, just hit her up and say, hey, we thank you for that. Don't flood her inbox, y'all, because if I find flood out. Flood it, y'all. Flood it, y'all. <laughs> That's going to make me feel extra special. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, reach out. If you have any um, questions about this mummy and thing, I may have a question for you. Right. So, hey, we can exchange. <laughs> and Rita, when we get off the air, I think something came to me. You know, Holy Spirit always speaking, right? Mm -hmm. So something came to me um, in the midst of talking about that. So what I want to do is um, I'm going to wrap this up and we're going to say have a blessed week, everybody. Make sure that you wear your mask. Continue to remember the social distance. Even if you are covered, you don't know what someone else is. And we just want to do our part. So until next week, y'all. Be blessed. <laughs> and thank you for listening to another podcast. Have a great day. Bye. Peace. <laughs> Do you want to sponsor an episode of the Confidence Podcast? Well, here's your opportunity to get before a range of people. The Confidence Podcast is currently being heard all around the world on different platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and so much more. We have an audience of women and men alike, and we can't wait to help you to get your message out to your audience. If you're interested in this opportunity, hit us up on the web at www.kimmymiller.com to get connected today. Have a great week. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure that you head over to Instagram.com and follow us at theconfidencepodcast.com. Have a great week.